I just wanted to come on here and go ahead and talk through some video. Um, just kind of talk about some of my ideas that I've that have come to mind right now. Um, whether that be a trade idea or um, just mental framework, philosophy things as well. I kind of jot down some notes and some um, just some main points that made me even think about this. But I, I was wondering the other day, why is it that in some cases, right? Why in some cases is it that in the moment you tell yourself you're going to do something? Um, but after time passes or maybe you have a different rationale on why you want to do it or like why do we change our minds so quickly and so effortlessly like why do we generally lack discipline in certain cases and 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 i can kind of see where um where the other side of the coin as well I prefer the flexibility. I prefer the ability to say I'm going to do something, but new information presents itself, and now I'm going to do otherwise, right? And, and and I completely get that, right? I completely get that. But when it comes to those scenarios, that's when it should be judged as that scenario, in, in, in my eyes at least, right? When it comes to those types of suggestions, that's when it should be used. But there's a lot of other similar suggestions where I don't think that logic should be applied to. But human nature, or at least myself, in my routine, I've found that I still find a way to apply that logic to mine as well. And it could be something as simple as, I'm going to wake up tomorrow at 6 a.m., right? If I say that right now, that means I have eight hours of sleep, seven hours and 50 minutes looking at the time up in the top right, um, count another 15 minutes of cool down and actually falling asleep. Um, and then that leaves seven hours and 30 some minutes of actual deep sleep, right? Which generally should be enough. But for some reason, when I wake up, I still am dead tired almost like to the point where to, i feel dead tired right and i'm trying to i've been doing some research and i'm thinking like is this because i didn't get enough sleep right or is it because i know that at 6 a.m i don't have a direct responsibility to anyone else right to anyone else really Except for myself, as to why I want to wake up at six o'clock to be able to, you know, get up, ten minute meditation session maybe, um, do some do a quick circuit workout, some lunges and some push ups and squats and just kind of, you know, shake my arms a little bit, you know, and then ease into eating some oatmeal and maybe read a few, catch up on some market news and just kind of ease into the day, right? And all in all, that process should take about an hour, hour and a half. And then my other responsibilities can come into play after that, right? Whether that's heading into the office or, or 
checking trades or in in things of like um things of that nature right without disclosing too much whatever but then like it goes back to this thing that i've noticed and i don't know if this is a problem or not but this is thinking fast and slow the book that i've more recently dived into and i just reached this portion where the author is talking about a two systems approach um and it just reminded me also of something that i took in class a theory that that was mentioned in class um in my communication theory class right so i'm starting to just just connect these dots connect these dots and i figured let me just hop on here and try to see if talking through this would help me or if it would even cement it further right because i think a lot of times when i'm talking it gives much much more depth much more meaning to what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to learn or what i'm trying to apply to myself and i think that's also why i purchased this mic in the first place to just explore that realm alongside going over trade ideas and some other things look looks like the shorts looking solid so far um we could get into that a little bit later but this is the agent's fireside chat um and i guess this is my first attempt in adding some philosophy or some you know principles into my talk if you will um so i guess we'll see how well this goes from here um but so in this in this two systems approach that the author mentioned i could just read this section real quick right psychologists have been intensely in interested for several decades in two um magdi and i don't even know what that means let's see if we get a look up can we look it up look up selection fee prone okay a way and manner in which something occurs or is experienced wow okay that's well that, that's mode actually that's not even maybe it's this is something that i have to definitely i'm going to add this to my vocabulary list here uh, oh, come on guys come on i gotta i gotta look that one up i gotta figure out what that one is mog like i want to process i'm i'm assuming okay cease of thinking evoked by the picture of the angry woman and the multiplication problem and have offered a label many labels for them i adopt terms originally proposed by the psychologist keith stanovich and and richard west and will refer to two systems in the mind system one and system two right so this is kind of where i was talking about system one operates quickly operates automatically and quickly with literal no effort and no sense of voluntary control system two allocates attention to the effortful mental activities that demand it including complex computations and the operations of system two are often associated with the subjective experience of agency choice and concentration the labels of system one and system two are widely used in psychology but i but I go further than most in this book, which you can read uh, as a psychodrama with two characters, right? And then, um, let me add that word in actually here real quick. 
whatever i will adjust this later but i get that definition and maybe more context also um put the tag come on So we get that there. I can add that tag to it so I know where I got it from. And then I could put some more info and say page 38 just to just to talk to my future self because I'm definitely going to not remember where this is at. Right. Um, so, yeah. So if we go back to that. Right. And then I go back to what I mentioned in these notes that I have here. Right. Like. And the main thing in this in this symbolic interaction theory or framework, right? George Herbert Mead basically proposed that people act based on symbolic meanings that arise in our everyday situations. Um, and the theory is based around a relationship that form relationship form and shape us in every early age within our lives. And it basically um, helps us understand like the overall sense as to what's happening. So it's creating, it's, it basically is where you create meaning, right? Meanings that are attached to certain associations and then you place that meaning in society and you place it within yourself. So now you have two versions, right? So I, I'm assuming you guys know where I'm headed with this, right? You have two versions of this, of this identity of what is self, right? Your self-concept and then the self and then yourself outward facing to society, right? So what you're keeping within your realm and what you're distributing out as what you would like to be portrayed as within society. Um, and... And this, and this is this is one of the part that reminded me because when we when I started reading this two system, it just said, "Oh, I remember the two dimensions of self." Cool, boom. Recalled, I recalled that. And these two dimensions are I, the subject, in acting and self-driving and leading the running of your life, right? As well as I, the spontaneous creative self that responds and is ever flowing. And then me, which is the object, the observer of the actions, the, sub, the subconscious self that overviews and actually analyzes their life, as well as the me reflective self that regulates and is more self-aware of the decisions that I made and the impacts of those decisions, right? So if I put aside this, this uh, psychology symbolic interaction theory or any of the other communication theory stuff I'm, I was talking about, this two systems approach that I'm talking about is 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 essentially that in itself, right? It's why is it doing this? Maybe if I go back to something small, right? No, that's weird. Why does stuff always act weird with me on here? Like, why are you want to give me problems, man? I was just on this page for how long and nothing happened. But you read what I was talking about and you know exactly what I mean when I was talking about this in the book where, let me get close this out and reopen it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see that something as similar as that was then reused 
to try and figure out where is it is. Okay, here we go. In this two-system approach, right, where you operate quickly. System one says, yeah, boom, off top of my head, this is what would make sense. And then sex system two, boom, that's what reflects, I believe, on system one after that, after that decision is already made, but then starts to think a little bit deeper and question system one as well. And 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 I think that's I think that is a part of the problem, right? System one says, Oh yeah, I wanna meet these goals, I wanna do these things, I wanna be able to accomplish this, so I'm gonna go to bed right now early, or I'm gonna wake up early, or I'm gonna eat this way, and I'm gonna work out, or I'm gonna make sure that I spend three, four hours studying this week, or whatever goal that you have, and you quickly come to that decision. Why? Because you feel the urge and the need to do it, whether that was because of an external thing, right, that, 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 that alerted you and told you that you needed to do this, right? It said, hey, hey, agent, hey, hey, so-and-so, your grade in this class dropped. So you need to actually put yourself in gear and get to it. And you made that decision quickly because of that, right? That whether that that out that ulterior motive of you being scared about the class or a grade or or you looking in the mirror and seeing more weight than you usually do, whatever that is, it flips you there, right? But then when the second system comes in, when that alarm goes off early, early in the morning, when it's time for you to actually do those things and pay the piper, sometimes you 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 continue to look at it and you say, well, maybe I can skip today or maybe I can, you know, kind of do these things. And, and I'm not here to offer you a solution. I don't even know that problem, to, the, the solution to that, right? It, it may be a much more like deliberate thing that, that you need to maybe push through or that I need. Let, let me speak in terms of I actually. I apologize. But maybe it's a more deliberate thing that I need to do, right? Because I know that I've been working on waking up early, and that's most certainly more part of my problem. I, I I know what things to try and reduce or or increase my success and my ability to wake up earlier. Do I do all those things all the time? Most certainly not. Do I fail often? Yes. But do I have like these one-off days where I succeed really really well and I feel really really well? Yes. And and. And those days show me that it's possible, one. But then two, that there's some other portion of it, right? And and I think it's a responsibility portion of it that I think I get tied to. I had to take my girlfriend to the airport super early. Um, and she's like, hey, are you going to be able to wake up? And I'm like, I got to. I got to take you to work. I mean, I got I to take you to the airport, right? So I'm, I'm not going to let you miss your flight. Right. That responsibility allowed me to wake up not only when, you know, when we're supposed to be gone for 45 in the morning, but I woke up four times that night. That and I went to bed maybe nine, nine thirty. Right. And it wasn't so when you think about it from nine, from nine to like four forty. That's what's that? That's seven hours about the same seven hours seven change that I would have like I mentioned at the beginning of this at this episode it's about those same seven hours so like why is it that it was so easy for me to wake up and 
be able to bring her to the airport at 4.45 in the morning, right? But if I fall asleep an hour later, I can't wake up at 6. And I'm, I'm struggling. I'm, and, and I've made that connection recently that it was the responsibility that I put on myself that said, Nedrick, agent, you're going to bring, you got to bring her to the airport. So because you're the ride and... You know, as a man, this is your responsibility, right? Especially after accepting accepting the, the, the ask or the favor on, on their part, right? You gotta come through. You gotta have you gotta gotta come through. So what I'm trying to do now is and what I'm realizing right now as I'm even talking to you all is that maybe I need to maybe I need to um Start to place more emphasis, more responsibility on myself with 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 my progress, right? Trying to apply maybe not the same amount of stress or the same amount of emphasis as taking taking someone to the airport at four forty five in the morning, because that not only yes, it was effective, but was it efficient? No, because I woke up at one, I woke up at one thirty, went back to sleep at three. And when I woke up at three, I remember looking around and saying, okay, I got an hour 45. If I go back to sleep, would I even be able to wake up? Like, like, is this going to be right? Like, you know what I mean? And it, it was, it was really stressful at that three o'clock. I got up, drank some water, went back, used the bathroom, went back to sleep. And that only lasted 40 some minutes. So I was up from about 4.10 waiting, just saying, okay, I'm not, I can't go back to sleep one more time. I don't want to do this. This is also not even efficient sleep. I'm not reaching past REM or I, I believe it's REM. Um, like the, these phases of sleep. And I still do need to continually learn on, on that. Um, but I haven't reached these phases of sleep. And, and this sleep, it's not even really like efficient sleep. It's not productive sleep. I might as well just read this book for this next 20, 30 minutes while I wait for the time for us to leave out. And and I think there's a happy medium in between this all where where maybe you hold yourself to these responsibilities, right? And you have these internal responsibilities that that don't that don't involve others, right? That doesn't involve the self concept of it in society, but the self concept of yourself. And hold yourself with that high honor, right? Hold yourself at a high honor so that you begin to, you know, place this amount of emphasis on the things for yourself. You, you are the most important person in your own life, believe it or not, right? And you have to tackle these these misconceptions and inconsistencies within yourself with, with you know all these things so so i i did it again i was saying you i apologize everyone this this is not i'm sorry i and i'm getting better i'm, I'm you know trying to get better at this all in all but so i'm the way and i'm trying to figure out now Right. So now that I've recognized this, it's been talked about two separate moments and I've applied it to it in examples in my life as well and, and other things. Now, how do I 
I don't want to say trick myself, right? No, that, that that's not a trick. Right? This is all still, that, and that's the word that's coming to mind. But how do I develop that high, high level of honor within myself? Not honor towards others and what I should do for them or what I should provide for them. But now this honor of myself, that, that I need to do this, why? For myself. And that in that moment, even though I can hit the snooze button and that I can skip the gym, whatever, but the overall goal, the ultimate goal, the better fully fleshed out goal is you following through on that system. The one that you set the night before that said you were going to wake up early, that said hey, I'm going to get rid of 25 accounts today, but by noon you only had four done, right? And and and, and you, you try to figure out what happens there. Maybe you got distracted, you know, and then continue to eliminate those distractions and just find, 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 find pace. Find pace, lap after lap after lap as you go through certain things and you grow as an individual. So... This is uh, kind of just like a main first portion of my fireside chat that I, that I just felt was on my chest and I wanted to get out. Um, that, that myself had been struggling with this internally for quite some time. And, um, and I've inconsistently hit my goal, if you know what I mean. Right? I, I've, I have not found consistency within my goal yet. Um, and, and my several goals. So, I mean, I'm going to continue working on this. Um, and I guess I will provide you all updates on it, right? Um, but but this is th- th- this is pretty much th- what I've, you know, been working on all in all. Um, and I think I actually even want to split this off from my other talks but but or no i'll I'll keep it together you know philosophy and economics they kind of go hand in hand because they're all just emotions compiled together (laughs) but um all right so let's get into it i have not even really looked at this chart much really um aside from when I think last Thursday, last Friday, last last Friday was the day I trade. So today's Tuesday. I haven't traded all week so far. Um, and we do have some big news coming up. I think we have the Fed events coming up um, as well as... Let me check real quick. I'm sorry. We've got... Boop, boop, boop. Wall Street closed higher. Yeah, we, we get that. Um, but... I think, I think, I think, I think. Um, we got some key economic events coming through. What else? Mainly earnings, right? We've been getting a lot of earnings, and clearly guidance is dropping, and basically what we thought. Right. We saw last week glimpses of positivity and people, you know, backing their reserves and so on. But. But what we thought 
still came through. So, um, the labor, the on the economic the U.S. economic radar, the Labor Department is scheduled to report initial claims for state unemployment benefits. Um, they're stating or they're estimating for them to fall by four thousand from two hundred forty-four thousand to about two hundred forty. Um, and and I'm also seeing major headlines of the exact opposite because Shopify just cut 10% of their workforce, I believe. Um, and and I've heard similar claims to other companies as well. So like, it most certainly may not be in this week's tomorrow data for sure. I, I get that, but the overall trend and 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 movement of it all, I believe, is still very prominent. In the downward direction, showing that, hey, unemployment is currently on the rise to some extent. Um, and, and that's kind of that macro landscape at the moment. Um, the the other other main thing is. Um, like all in all, we've seen oil drop as well. Right. Um, People are saying that, you know, people aren't really driving as much this summer as we have seen prior. Um, And but I'm kind of intrigued to see because I'm reading that they're saying oil prices slipped after the U.S. government data showed lower gasoline demand during the peak summer driving season as an interest rate hike by central banks to fight inflation fears and the economy could slow. Right cutting energy demand but my question is does that energy is is that isn't isn't that same energy then being used in this airline demand that we've seen because i've been seeing tons of scenarios worldwide at least like i guess we can separate the worldwide versus the u.s portion of it all right but I think people are still flying domestically very heavily. People are still like they're saying, forget the price. I don't care the price. I want to go. So I'm going and they're gone. <laughs> you know, like and I think I would have thought, but maybe the overall the airline. Dem- and this is a good thing to like to just think through at least. Right. I feel because maybe airline oil or airline effects on the prices of oil don't go in that direction but they go in the direction of the prices of oil affect the prices of airline prices obviously right so that kind of gives you a like a, a maybe like a pie chart of the overall impact in the price of oil right because if we see flight demands increase we're not really seeing the oil price increase heavily either Right. And being in a scenario where where I feel like we're low supply as well with with Russia being basically sanctioned off and and still kind of in uneasy, not certain terms with the Saudis in in that region of the world. um, It's kind of interesting to see that that, yes, driving like driving on our roads, that demand, it has such a prominent effect right on on the overall oil prices um 
but that was just something that I, I noticed while reading and I wanted to, to point out to you all. Um, but to go back to the jobs and some other things, right? So Ford also planned to cut 8,000 jobs. I also heard their, their, um, their, what was it? Their Bronco had major issues. Um, and they've issued a recall. I don't know the exact details on that. Someone please fact check me, but I do remember reading, um, that the Ford Bronco had some issues more recently. Um, what else? Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and, and even if I were to go back to gas and just kind of talk about gas for a moment, like, I'm wondering if this like rise in independence that's needed, right? So you know how we had, or you may or may not know, but we had um, our pipelines uh, fracking in the United States, right, under under the Trump administration. And and I believe as soon as Biden reached in office, we pretty much shuttered those, right? And then, but that independence that we lost of producing our own oil is now something that's a question, right? Like, should we have done this? Um, should we have like given up our independence to rely more on the imports of oil rather than that, right? Or or should we focus more on the on the um, on the environmental effects of fracking and, and what it's doing to ourselves and our earth, right? And then the same question could then be applied to what's going on in the chip sector, where where we have. Um, major people in the U.S. House lobbying to essentially bring over these manufacturers. I believe we have a T, we have a new TSMC um, fabrication center that's that, that should be opening up within the coming years in Arizona, um, as well as something, I believe, that's going to be in Ohio. Uh, but they're also trying to, you know, lure them over, giving them you know, basically boatloads of money to to lure them over here to, to meet, you know, keep our chips here in states made and, you know, made and through so that we can use them for our, for our computers or cars, everything that we're producing over here and not rely as much as the, the island of, of, of Taiwan specifically. And, and this is what I'm thinking of as like a potential idea of 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 a state where where we may be moving towards like in this coming decade in in like a longer term period right like i'm not gonna put an exact time frame on all of this right like uh, i'm gonna maybe say in this coming decade or so or maybe right but the it seems though like that we may be in a phase of anti-globalization Right, um, where we start to view our independence of things, our ability to do it on our own, as higher than the cost it takes, or the cost it is to produce that, right, that good, 
right? Because we all know labor in the United States is cheaper here than a lot of other cases, a lot of other countries and these developing nations. And and maybe there, maybe a lot of entities are starting to see that value, and we as a people are starting to see that value as well. And this is still very, very early stage ideas, and maybe just you know me thinking out loud again, but. I'm starting to see this um, this like framework being built out where where this may be the case. I don't know exactly like um, the full through and through effects of this, right? Because you know we haven't really gone through much of this period, but I'm starting to think that a lot of people or that a lot of things may be in that direction in these coming years this anti-globalization more independence on oneself to be self-sustainable right with all the commodities that a nation state needs um and and that may very well continue to trickle down and trickle through into some other cases uh, whether that's, uh, let's see, I think it locked. Hopefully it didn't stop. Did it stop? Okay, it's still recording. Okay. Um, and and that's kind of another topic or another thing that I wanted to, to eventually get into. So I'll, I'll probably jot that note down and maybe use it as a theme and come back to it, right? If I see it in another case. Um, and I'll continue to present those to you all in my fireside chats. But um, that's pretty much it for the day. I believe I've talked enough. What is this? 30 minutes now? 31 minutes now? Um, that's the agent's fireside chat closing off on July 26th at, at 10.42 p.m. I hope you all have a great night and um, stay blessed.